The Grandstand. 12 to 3 with Tato and Tommy. On the line, I'm joined by a legend himself. Uh, yes, you know him as Babam Tetwa. Yeah. That is where you know him, and that's, yes, I know him as that. Good afternoon, sir. You to rehearse that again. I'm going to try it again. How are you? I'm well, I'm well, I'm well, I'm well. I can't complain. Uh, pleasure to be chatting with you on such a very important day. Uh, the legend yourself, uh, you started in radio. That's where you started in and went on to do amazing and wonderful things uh, before uh, today. And you still continue to do the same. What does this day mean to you, sir? Thank you very much for having me, and I appreciate for you recognizing who am I and what I've done for the craft, that is the podcasting in general. And uh, thank you for giving me space to be able to share my story with you about broadcasting, particularly radio in this instance. Um, radio, when I was growing up, uh, was the only means of us getting information. I grew up at a time when South Africa was under a lot of pressure in terms mm-hmm. of yes. political sphere. Mm. And radio was used as a propaganda tool by the then government. Mm. And it became clear to me as I was growing up that it's either I believe what they were telling us or I don't. And I chose the latter. Mm. So what happened was um, I chose to listen more to sports than any other thing. Yes. But remember, radio is the only medium that can reach anywhere, anytime, any age, you know, any race, and any language, as long as the language is available on the platform. And mm. I chose sport because sport became very close to my heart, and that's where radio uh, brought happiness to me. And I remember very well when I was about five, six, seven. I was an ardent listener of, of radio, particularly football on, on radio. And my father used to say, And my mother would reply and say, Because my mother spoke suit, my father spoke Zulu. And guess what? Today it is Buhudi. And um, I remember when my mother was on a sick bed in 2013. It mm-hmm. was a Thursday, she died on a Sunday on the 19th. On a Thursday, when I went to see her for the last time before she passed on on Sunday, when I left the hospital, before I left, she called me as Tokwan, and I went back to her. She, in my ear, she said to me, Utova Sibuhudi says, Utova Sibuhudi says, If I have to wow. translate, that means you are going to be the best of them all. And I knew after she said that that, that message was telling me that I won't be able to hear the mm-hmm. best of you in time because mm-hmm. I'll be gone. But that mm-hmm. blessing for me took me probably to where I am mm-hmm. today. Wow. That, those are profound words because um, you are the only commentator in the country that 
has done World Cups since 2006, if I'm correct, right up until today? I've done the World Cup from uh, Korea, Japan, 2002, uh, Germany, 2006, South Africa, 2010, Brazil, 2014, Russia, 2018, Qatar, 2022. None come second under your belt so far. <laughs> yeah, look, um, radio, in, in a way, helped me to go through into that. Because when I started... I started uh, learning from Jate Chomani Chomani at Lisey FM. Then it was yes. called Radio Sesoto. He taught me a lot of things from Jate Chomani. I used to wake up uh, from home, go to uh, radio at uh, SABC at that time, and do nothing, just sit there and listen to him. And uh, I was this running boy. I would run and do this for him, do that for him. But Chomani kept saying, and they say, no, I want to write that there, write that there. And I would come back to him and say, and said, Mm-hmm. I like your spirit. Uh, your, 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 work, your work ethic mm-hmm. is very good for, for radio and broadcasting. And in time, um, I, I realized that I could do this. But unfortunately, uh, what I wanted to do at, uh, at, at Radio Sesotho, I could not get um, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe God knew he had a plan for, for me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the radio story continued then. I joined YFM at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I did sports bulletins at YFM. And that's why I really grew, to be honest. Because I had little time to do my sports bulletins at YFM. Not in my language, but in English. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me to open up all my all, all, all other channels that I thought were close for me. To be able to get even more support. On the other hand, um, I got a contract at SABC to do commentary on football. So the two worked in tandem so that eventually I could use my experience in radio uh, and then bring it into my television, uh, a, a new venture, mm. and then formed a very strong, 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 uh, I would say, background for me going forward. Another thing, before I can forget, is that, remember, uh, radio, you cannot falter radio, because if somebody says something, mm. they themselves must say, no, I didn't say that. But if they say it, yes. you believe them. Yes. That it's a very strong, a strong, a very strong medium of communication. You see, live television. If someone says something or do something on live television, it's live television. You can't reverse it. It has happened with radio. If you say something and I'm listening, I heard you saying that. I say, uh, Bafana said this, and you said it. You can play the tape back. You can't edit it or whatever. You 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 were there. You said it yourself. Yeah. So remember when you speak. On radio, and the people believe everything that you say, mm. and especially people in the rural areas, whereby there are no uh, uh, easy connections for television and all that, and for phones these days, whereby they can listen to uh, what we're listening to at the moment with you guys. I mean, radio is still the best thing ever to happen to to mankind, and I think for me it was a way of putting me into the map and understanding what communication is. Remember, the first thing that you should do in radio is respect the listener. Mm. If you don't respect the listener, there's no point in you being there. Mm. Because you don't know who's listening and why they're listening and what are they going to learn from you. Hence, the, 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 the platform is called, it's a platform of educate, inform, and also entertain. Mm. You can do that in different forms. If you inform, you inform people about what they do not know, 
when you educate, you educate people about new things. That's how you had learned yourself, and then you imparting the education to them. And also entertain, entertain with your language. Um, if you play with your language, you want to so too, this is Zulu, Shitonga, Chivenda, it's up to you. But you entertain people with that language. No one speak a language, it's not when you use idioms, when you use proverbs, when you use all those things uh, that make the language sound very nice to the ear. But if you don't use those, I can pick it up very quickly that this person, Takamachan, doesn't know the language, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> if I can use those in, in, in any sentence, you say you're commentating a game. Yes. 90 minutes, can you maybe even use one idiom or yeah. one uh, proverb? No, there might be, you don't know the language. Mm. Good chance. <laughs> How would I accept you if you don't know my language and want to use my language? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it brings me. It brings me to um, another question. Um, radio, it's it, it it it's football commentary on radio has reached a lot, a lot of other people. The importance thereof. What in in your in your way? What what do you say? What is the importance of of commentary, uh, radio commentary in radio. SA? It, 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 radio, radio football commentator or any sport for that matter. When you're speaking to the, your audience, which is the listener at home, we don't know what they are doing. One, we don't know in what a state of mind they're in. We don't know if they're happy. We don't know if they're sad where they are. We don't know if they're driving, whether they're sitting at home. But you bring a different dimension to their lives in general at that moment. They expect you to, to give them light. They expect you to bring them joy. Whether that team is winning or losing, but sometimes what you say to them can change how they feel. That's why we, call, we are called messengers of light. Because sometimes some, someone sitting at home said, maybe they got sad news they had earlier this morning mm-hmm. or something like that. But then you come in, Bafana comes in at 3 o'clock, uh, there's a football game, his team is playing. You are sad. All of a sudden, here's your voice, here's how you play with the language, here's how you deliver. The, the game to, to, to him or her at home, and that changes the mood immediate of that individual, and, and they feel better about themselves, about life, so you become now a savior of, of, of a nation. That's why they say a radio can be a nation built by itself from what we say, how we say it, and how we open up lines of communication that are invisible, because if you're on radio, they cannot see you. They can only see uh, uh, hear you. And you must also paint a picture that gives them the idea that if I was at the stadium, I could be seeing this. Mm. But now I can only see it with my visionary eye that I cannot see because I'm not at the stadium. But this man who's talking there is bringing this thing live to my home, to my car, to my hospital bed, to wherever you could be. But mm. it's like you are there. So you, 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 you print, a, print a picture that is like his person is watching, is watching. It's even when you say things, they even follow what you are saying. When you say something, they follow it. Because you know why? You've opened that door mm. of creativeness from your side. And to them, it's like you've opened the door of, oh, okay, I'm part of this. It's no more us and them. We are together in this. That's mm. the power of radio. 
the power of radio indeed. Well, look, thank you so much. You and I can go on and on and on every day. I love listening to you. I love learning from you and uh, your message uh, to the listeners as we celebrate World Radio Day today. Look, um, I, I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, I, I wish you could be on the, on, the, on the mainstream and we could listen uh, straight on the radio, not to ask me. And um, people will learn a lot from, from Vision View. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. The idea was brilliant. And I think most of you as presenters there know, know what we're talking about. Sport is our life, you know. You and I live sport, live football. And I think it's important that People who listen to radio, they don't just listen to radio for fun. Uh, you must be able to learn something on radio on a daily basis. That's why, uh, very quickly, I'll say, even if when you're doing commentary on radio or on television, every time when you finish a game, it says, good night, goodbye. Somebody who is watching or who is listening must say, I've learned this today. So radio is a means of education as well. So to uh, finish off, I can say, it's a pleasure that we have a day like this one where we can reflect on the history of radio, how they changed the world, how they changed how we look at life, how they changed how people have used propaganda on radio right now. People are clever enough now to be able to distinguish between the truth, lies, and propaganda. And then now that's how a nation grows. So big up to people who work on radio. You're doing a great job. May God bless you. Thank you ever so much. May God richly bless you also, uh, Babam Teta. The legend himself, ladies and gentlemen, that was him. Yes, Slurusabasia himself. Tato and Tami, 12 to 3.